Hello everyone, this is Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, the weekly podcast for anyone currently experiencing trauma, pain, shame, guilt, anger, and wants to eradicate these negative emotions. Today's episode is on narcissism, gaslighting, and sociopaths. Narcissism is extreme self-involvement to the degree that it makes a person ignore the needs of those around them. While everyone may show occasional narcissistic behavior, true narcissists frequently disregard others or their feelings. They also do not understand the effect that that behavior has on other people. Narcissism or narcissistic personality disorder is a type of personality disorder characterized by a pattern of grandiosity, lack of empathy, and need for admiration. It is a cluster B disorder, which are disorders that are dramatic, chaotic, self-centered, and emotionally manipulative. According to the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorder, DSM, someone with NPD, Narcissistic Personality Disorder, must portray more of the following symptoms. A belief of being special and can only be understood by other exceptional individuals. A need for excessive admiration. A grandiose sense of self-importance. A sense of entitlement, especially to special treatment. Needing constant praise. A lack of empathy. Exploitation of others. Arrogance. Never admits wrongdoing. Envy of others or the belief that one is the object of envy. Engrossment with fantasies of unlimited success, brilliance, beauty, power, ideal love, superficial. They're often pathological liars. It is important to note that narcissism is a trait, but it can also be a part of a larger personality disorder. Not every narcissistic personality have a personality disorder. As narcissism is a spectrum, people who are at the highest end of the spectrum are those that are classified as NPD, narcissistic personality disorder. But others still with narcissistic traits may fall on the lower end of the narcissistic spectrum. People who show signs of narcissism can often be very charming and charismatic. They often don't show negative behavior right away, especially in relationships. People who show narcissism often like to surround themselves with people who feed into their ego. They build relationships to reinforce their ideals or their ideas about themselves, even if these relationships are superficial. There are two different types of narcissism that narcissistic behavior can fall under. The two types can have common traits but come from different childhood 
experiences. The two types also dictate the different ways people will behave in relationships. Grandiose Narcissism People with this behavior are most likely treated as if they were superior or above others during childhood. These expectations can follow them as they become adults. They tend to brag and be elicists. Those with grandiose narcissism are aggressive, dominant, and exaggerate their importance. They are very self-confident and sensitive. Vulnerable narcissism. This behavior is usually the result of childhood neglect or abuse. People with this behavior are much more sensitive. Narcissistic behavior helps to protect them against feelings of inadequacy, even though they go between feeling inferior and superior to others. They feel offended or anxious when others don't treat them as if they are special. Narcissism is still being studied and explored since many narcissists and people with NPD don't seek treatment. However, there are some common traits of people with narcissistic behavior that you may be able to spot. Dealing with narcissism. Those with high level of narcissism or NPD may learn how to recognize their behavior with the right treatment. This can help to improve their lives and the lives of those around them. Historically, narcissists do not seek help since it doesn't fit the self-image they have of themselves. They may need the encouragement of a loved one to help them seek out professional help. If you recognize that you are in a relationship with a narcissist, you can change your dynamic in the relationship and challenge your partner to alter how they view you and your relationship. It is possible to change the way your partner looks and to help mitigate some of the effects of narcissistic behavior. If you recognize narcissism in yourself, if you recognize narcissism in yourself, you can begin to change your self-esteem to self-compassion. This means treating yourself with kindness instead of comparing yourself to others. You can stop trying to evaluate yourself against others, which can lower your need for praise and recognition. A narcissistic personality disorder causes problems in many areas of life, such as relationships, work, school, or financial affairs. People with narcissistic personality disorder may be generally unhappy and disappointed when they are not given the special favors or admiration they believe they deserve. They may find their relationships unfulfilling and others may not enjoy being around them. Treatment for narcissistic personality disorder centers around talk therapy or psychotherapy. Tips for dealing with a narcissistic personality. Accept them. Break the spell. Set boundaries. Remember the truth. Speak up. Expect pushback. Insist on immediate action and not promises. Find support. Realize they need help. Take care of you. In terms of needing help, 
they need professional help. Some people with MPD frequently have other disorders such as substance abuse or other mental health or personality disorders. Having another disorder may be what prompts someone to seek help. You can suggest that they reach out for professional help, but you can't make them do it. It's absolutely their responsibility, not yours. And remember, while MPD is a mental health condition, it doesn't excuse bad or abusive behavior. Recognize when you need help. Regularly dealing with someone who has a narcissistic personality can take a toll on your own mental and physical health. If you have symptoms of anxiety, depression, or unexplained physical ailments, see your primary care doctor first. Once you have had a checkup, you can ask for referrals to other services, such as therapists and support groups. Reach out to family and friends and call your support system into service. There is no need to go it alone. When to move on. Some people with a narcissistic personality can also be verbally or emotionally abusive. Here are some signs of an abusive relationship. Name calling, insults, patronizing and public humiliation, yelling, threatening, jealousy, accusation or accusations. Other warning signs to watch out for in the other person include blaming you for everything that goes wrong, monitoring your movements or attempting to isolate you, telling you how you really feel or should feel, routinely projecting their shortcomings onto you, denying things that are obvious to you or attempting to gaslight you, trivializing your opinions and needs. But at what point is it time to throw in the towel? Every relationship has its ups and downs. Why this is true, it's generally best to leave the relationship if you are being verbally or emotionally abused, you feel manipulated and controlled, you've been physically abused or feel threatened, you feel isolated. The person with MPD or a narcissistic personality shows signs of mental illness or substance abuse, but wouldn't get help. Your mental and physical health has been affected. As you come to terms with your decision to leave the relationship, it might be helpful to talk to a professional. People with narcissistic personality disorder may not want to think that anything could be wrong, so they may be unlikely to seek treatment. If they do seek treatment, it's more likely to be for symptoms of depression drug or alcohol use, or another mental health problem. But perceived insults to self-esteem may make it difficult to accept and follow through with treatment. If you recognize aspects of your personality that are common to narcissistic personality disorder, or you're feeling overwhelmed by sadness, consider reaching out to a trusted doctor or mental health provider. Getting the right treatment can help make your life more rewarding and enjoyable. What are the causes of narcissism? It is unknown what causes narcissistic personality disorder. As with personality development and with other mental health disorders, the cause of narcissistic personality disorder is likely complex. 
they are often linked to environment, genetics and neurobiology. Environment. It can stem from mismatches in parent-child relationship with either excessive adoration or excessive criticism that is poorly attuned to the child's experience. Genetics, that is inherited characteristics. Neurobiology, the connection between the brain and behavior and thinking. Risk factors, narcissistic personality disorder affects more males than females and it often begins in the teens or early adulthood. Keep in mind that although some children may show traits of narcissism, this may simply be typical of their age and doesn't mean they go on to develop narcissistic personality disorder. Although the cause of narcissism or narcissistic personality disorder isn't known. Some researchers think that in biologically vulnerable children, parenting styles that are overprotective or neglectful may have an impact. Genetics and neurobiology also may play a role in development of narcissistic personality disorder. Complications. Complications of narcissistic personality disorder and other conditions that can occur along with it can include relationship difficulties, problems at school or work, depression and anxiety, physical health problems, drug or alcohol misuse, suicidal thoughts or behavior. Prevention. Because the cause of narcissistic personality disorder is unknown, there is no known way to prevent the condition. However, it may help to get treatment as soon as possible for childhood mental health problems. Participate in family therapy to learn healthy ways to communicate or to cope with conflicts or emotional distress. Attend parenting classes and seek guidance from therapists or social workers if needed. Signs of a narcissist. Manipulation. Great need for control. Narcissists always have a storyline in mind about what each character in their interaction should be saying and doing. When you don't behave as expected, they become quite upset and unsettled. They don't know what to expect next because you're off script. They demand that you say and do exactly what they have in mind. Lack of responsibility. Narcissists uses blaming and deflection. They always want control. They never want to be responsible for the results unless, of course, everything goes exactly their way and their desired result occurs. When things don't go according to their plan or they feel criticized or less than perfect, the narcissist places all the blame and responsibility on someone else to maintain their own facade of perfection. It has to be someone else's fault. Sometimes that blame is generalized. Everyone is out to get them. Most often, however, the narcissist blames the one person who is the most closest to them. The victims of the narcissistic abuse 
are the safest people to blame because they are least likely to leave or reject them. Lack of boundaries. Many people lack boundaries or cross other people's boundaries regularly. But among narcissists, this is status quo behavior. Narcissists can accurately see where they end and you begin. They are a lot like two years old. They believe that everything belongs to them. Everyone thinks and feels the same as they do. And everyone wants the same things they do. They are shocked and highly insulted to be told no. If a narcissist wants something from you, they'll go to great lengths to figure out how to get it through persistent, cajoling, demanding, controlling. Perceiving everything as a threat. Although they are highly attuned to perceived threats, anger and rejection from others, narcissists frequently misread subtle facial expression and are typically biased towards interpreting facial expressions as negative. Unless you are acting out your emotions dramatically, narcissists won't accurately perceive what you're feeling. Even saying I'm sorry or I love you when the narcissist is on edge and angry can backfire. They won't believe you and may even misperceive your comment as an attack. In addition, if your words and expressions are not congruent, the narcissist will likely respond erroneously or get defensive. Emotional reasoning. You probably made the mistake of trying to reason and use logic with the narcissist to get him to understand the painful effect that behaviors have on you. You think that if they understand how much that behavior hurts you, they'll change. Your explanations, however, don't make any sense to the narcissist, who only seem able to be aware of their own thoughts and feelings. Although narcissists may say they understand, they honestly don't. Therefore, narcissists make most of their decisions based on how they feel about something. They simply must have that red sports car based entirely on how they feel about driving it. Not by whether it's a good choice to, to make for the family or for the budget. If they are bored or depressed, they want to move on or end the relationship or start a new business. They always look to something or someone outside themselves to solve their feelings and needs. They expect you to go along with their solutions and they react with irritation and resentment if you don't. Splitting. The narcissistic personality is split into good and bad parts. And they also split everything in their relationship into good and bad. Any negative thoughts or behavior are blamed on you or others. Whereas they take credit for everything that is positive and good. They deny their negative words and actions while continually accusing you of disapproving. They also remember things completely good and wonderful or as bad and ugly. Fear of rejection and ridicule. The narcissist's entire life is motivated and energized by fear. You wouldn't initially pick this out as a sign of a narcissistic tendency because... Most narcissists' fears are deeply buried and repressed. They're constantly afraid of being ridiculed, rejected, or wrong. 
they may have fears about germs about losing all their money about being emotionally or physically attacked about being seen as bad or inadequate or about being abandoned this makes it difficult and sometimes impossible for the narcissist to trust anyone else in fact the closer your relationship becomes the less they will trust you narcissists fear any true intimacy or vulnerability because they are afraid you see their imperfections and judge them or reject them anxiety anxiety is an ongoing vague feeling that something bad is happening or about to happen some narcissists show their anxiety by talking constantly about the doom that is about to happen while some hide and repress their anxiety but most narcissists project their anxiety onto their closest loved ones accusing them of being negative unsupportive mentally ill not putting them first not responding to their needs or being selfish all this is designed to transfer anxiety to the loved one in an attempt to not feel it themselves as you feel worse and worse the narcissist feels better and better in fact they feel stronger and more superior as you feel your anxiety and depression grow deeply repressed shame narcissists don't feel much guilt because they think they are always right and they don't believe their behaviors really affect anyone else but they harbor a lot of shame shame is the belief that there is something deeply and permanently wrong or bad about who you are buried in a deeply repressed part of the narcissist are all the insecurities fears and rejected traits that they are constantly on guard to hide from everyone including themselves the narcissist is acutely ashamed of all these rejected thoughts and feelings keeping their vulnerabilities hidden is essential to the narcissist's pretend self-esteem or false image ultimately however this makes it impossible for them to be completely real and transparent they always have an inability to be truly vulnerable because of their inability to understand feelings the lack of empathy and constant need for self-protection narcissists can't truly love or connect emotionally with other people they cannot look at the world from anyone else's perspective this makes them emotionally needy when one relationship is no longer satisfying they often overlap relationships or start a new one as soon as possible they desperately want someone to feel their pain to sympathize with them and to make everything just as they want it to be it's a form of codependency except they have little ability to respond to your pain or fear or even your day-to-day -day need for care and sympathy they have the inability to communicate or work as part of a team thoughtful cooperative behaviors require a real understanding of each other's feelings how will the other person feel will this action make both of us happy how will this affect our relationship these are questions that narcissists don't have the capacity or the motivation to think about don't expect the narcissist to understand your feelings 
give in or give up anything they want for your benefit. It's useless. The exact causes of covert narcissism are not entirely understood, but it is likely that a number of factors contribute. Experts suggest that narcissistic personality disorder is linked to factors including genetics, childhood abuse and trauma, upbringing and relationship with caregivers, personality and temperament. One study found that people with narcissistic personality disorder are more likely to have grown up with parents who were highly focused on status and achievements because they were often made to feel superior to other children. The belief that they are special and more valuable than others may persist into adulthood. It is not clear, however, why narcissistic behavior is sometimes displayed in covert rather than overt ways. Covert narcissism is characterized by the same behaviors of overt narcissism that are displayed in less obvious, more subtle ways. The exact causes for these are not known, but genetics and early relationships may play a role. Narcissism or sociopathy. In distinguishing between a narcissist and a sociopath, the motive behind their actions is usually an importance. In distinguishing between a narcissist and a sociopath, the motive behind their actions is usually an important place to look. The narcissist is self-centered and carries out actions using tunnel vision focused solely on their own importance. People harmed by narcissists' actions are merely casualties in the journey to reaching their own goals. On the other hand, a sociopath will manipulate, harm, rob, and otherwise violate another person merely for the fun of it. A sociopath is not concerned with propping up their image and we engage in games if it suits a larger objective being pursued. A sociopath feels no remorse or empathy for anyone wronged by their actions and might even derive pleasure from doing so. This differs from the narcissist whose aim isn't directly to harm or cause harm, but to appear as a grand personality. Both personalities may be calculating, but a sociopath may rank higher. They will act without regard to how anyone may view them. Why narcissists ultimately need admiration and are very interested in the impressions they leave on others. Similarities between narcissists and sociopaths. In some cases, the lines may be blurred when attempting to distinguish between a narcissist and a sociopath. Both personalities have a noticeable lack of empathy when dealing with others. They are severely lacking in morality and have no qualms about scheming against and controlling others to suit their agendas. To achieve their objectives, a sociopath or a narcissist can turn on the charm. In addition, exhibiting sociopathic or narcissistic traits usually increases the risk of developing a mood disorder substance abuse as well as holding
suicidal thoughts or committing suicide. Neither a narcissist nor a sociopath is likely to seek treatment for their personality. This may change where they exhibit traits of a mental illness like depression, anxiety. Usually this condition is diagnosed using detailed interviews and or psychological testing by a mental health professional. There is some research which has examined the use of medication and or psychotherapy to manage narcissistic personality but no specific treatment method for antisocial personality. However, psychotherapy techniques like cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, can help in managing symptoms. One of the first things to know about a sociopath is that they feel very little remorse for their actions, no matter how they affect others. A sociopath will manipulate their way into a friendship or relationship purely for their own gain or amusement. These bonds may be painstakingly formed and then promptly neglected, whether or not they may cause harm to the other person. Some sociopaths may have an antisocial personality disorder and make up approximately 1% to 4% of the population. Sociopaths are easily identified by frequent run-ins with the law. They also have very few hang-ups about exploiting people purely for their own gain and have been known to have dramatic or volatile interactions with dealing with people. A sociopath is likely to have difficulty holding a job and may be unable to form stable relationships. Sociopathy symptoms. A sociopath typically begins show symptoms of this disorder before the ages of 18. These include behaviors like having a disregard for the law and engaging in acts that can lead to arrest, using deceit to forge relationships or to swindle others of their time or money, having a persistent inability to plan ahead, showing a poor non-committal attitude towards work, disregarding financial obligations like paying back debts, having no remorse after physically or emotionally hurting another person. Gaslighting. Gaslighting is a form of manipulation that occurs in abusive relationships. It is an insidious and sometimes covert type of emotional abuse where the bully or abuser makes the target question their judgment and reality. Ultimately, the victim of gaslighting starts to wonder if they are losing their sanity. Gaslighting primarily occurs in romantic relationship, but is not uncommon for it to occur in controlling friendships or among family members as well. Toxic people use this type of emotional abuse to exert power over others in order to manipulate friends, family members, and sometimes even co-workers. How does gaslighting work? Gaslighting is a technique that undermines a person's perception of reality. When someone is gaslighting you, you may second-guess yourself, your memories, and your perceptions. After communicating with the person gaslighting you, you may be left feeling dazed and wondering if there is something wrong with you. 
Gaslighting can confuse you and cause you to question your judgment and overall mental health. It may help you to know more about the tactics a person who is gaslighting someone might use. Some of the tactics are lying to you. That is blatantly lying and never back down or change their stories even when you call them out or provide proof of their deception. They may say something like, you are making things up, that never happened. Discrediting you. Gaslighters spread rumors and gossip about you to others. They may pretend to be worried about you while subtly telling others that you seem emotionally unstable or crazy. Unfortunately, this tactic can be extremely efficient and many people side with the abuser or bully without knowing the full story. Additionally, the gaslighter may lie to you and tell you that other people also think this about you. These people may never say a bad thing about you, but the gaslighter will make every attempt to get you to believe they do. Distracting you. When you ask a gaslighter a question or call them out for something they did or said, they may change the subject by asking a question instead of responding to the issue at hand. This not only throws off your train of thought, but causes you to question the need to press a matter when they don't feel the need to respond. Minimizing your thoughts and feelings. They trivialize your emotions. This allows the gaslighter to gain power over you. All of these statements, like you are overreacting, minimizes how you're feeling or what you're thinking and communicate what's your and communicate that you're wrong shifting blame blame shifting is another common gaslighting tactic every discussion you have is somehow twisted to where you are to blame for something that occurred even when you try to discuss how the abuser's behavior makes you feel they are able to twist the conversation so that you end up believing that you are the cause of their bad behavior. They claim that if only you behave differently, they would not treat you the way that they do. Denying wrongdoing. Bullies and abusers are notorious for denying that they did anything wrong. They do this to avoid taking responsibility for their poor choices. Using compassionate words as weapons. A gaslighter will use kind and loving words to try to smooth over the situation. They might say something like, you know how much I love you. I will never hurt you or I will never hurt you on purpose. This words may be what you want to hear, but they are inauthentic, especially if the same behavior is repeated. That said, they may be just enough to convince you to let them off the hook, which is their only goal. Rewriting history. A gaslighter may constantly retell stories in ways that are in their favor. For instance, if your partner shoved you against the wall and you are discussing it later, they may twist the story and say you stumbled and they tried to steady you, which is what caused you to fall into the wall. You may begin to doubt your memory of what happened, this confusion or second guessing on your part is exactly the intention.
Gaslighting can include a range of tactics, including lying, distracting, minimizing, denying, and blaming. When you are dealing with someone who uses gaslighting as a manipulation tool, pay close attention to what they do, not the words they choose. Signs of gaslighting. Being subjected to gaslighting can cause anxiety, depression, and other mental health concerns, including addiction and thoughts of suicide. For this reason, it's important to recognize when you're experiencing gaslighting. Ask yourself if any of the following statements rings true. You doubt your feelings and reality. You try to convince yourself that the treatment you receive is not that bad or that you are too sensitive. You question your judgment and perception. You feel vulnerable and insecure. You feel alone and powerless. You are convinced that everyone around you thinks you are strange, crazy or unstable, just like the gaslighter says you are. This makes you feel trapped and isolated. You wonder if you are what they say you are. The gaslighter's words make you feel like you are wrong, unintelligent, inadequate, insane. Sometimes you even find yourself repeating this statement to yourself. You might be having low self-esteem. You might also feel on edge. You are disappointed in yourself and who you have become. For instance, if you feel like you are weak and passive and that you used to be stronger and more assertive, you feel confused. The gaslighter behavior confuses you. You worry that you are too sensitive. The person minimizes hurtful behavior or words by saying, I was just joking or you need thicker skin. You have a sense of impeding doom. You feel like something terrible is about to happen when you are around this person. This may include feeling threatened and on edge without knowing why. You spend a lot of time apologizing. You feel the need to apologize all the time for what you do or who you are. You feel inadequate. You feel like you are never good enough. You try to live up to the expectations and demands of others even if they are unreasonable. You second guess yourself. You frequently wonder if you accurately remember the details of past events. You may have even stopped trying to share what you remember for fear that it is wrong. You assume others are disappointed in you. You apologize all the time for what you do or who you are, assuming people are let down by you or that you have somehow made a mistake. You wonder what's wrong with you. You wonder if there's something fundamentally wrong with you. In other words, you worry that you are not well mentally. You struggle to make decisions because you distrust yourself. You would rather allow your partner, friend or family member to make decisions for you and avoid decision making altogether. If you identify with any of these signs of gaslighting, it is important that you seek professional help right away, left unaddressed. Gaslighting can take a significant toll on your self-esteem and overall mental health. You might also feel on edge. If you like this episode, kindly subscribe, comment, and leave a review. See you on the next episode. Thank you. For more Rising Above Shadows of Abuse news, head to our Instagram.com page or YouTube.com page forward slash rising above shadows of abuse and our email address is rising above shadows of abuse at gmail.com so interact with us see you soon